everyone we are so excited <sighs> i can't even contain it we've worked so long to get here yeah. i'm so excited to, like and it took a long time to set all this up so that was <laughs> yeah. fun yeah, definitely. <laughs> we're we're just absolutely so happy that everyone is here uh let's introduce everyone go ahead yeah so i'm garrett hi garrett my name's kent What's up, everyone? My name is Molly Gray. Hi, I'm Jekka Jane. Were we and supposed to say our full names? If you'd like sure. to. If you'd like to. I'm not. I'm not saying my last name. His name Boyd. is Kent Boyd, yeah. and my name is Garrett Clayton. <laughs> and we are Pride House LA. Baby. Wow, that was so, harmonized. guys, Pride House LA is a TikTok content queer house queer content tiktok house that's right <laughs> and uh, we kind of just started over quarantine right like we've all been friends for over a decade but mm -hmm. um tiktok kind of became the cool thing when we were in quarantine and yeah even though we look young we're kind of old as can uh, calls us we, we <laughs> old. are we have some experience we're which i think is good yeah young yeah. I, actually, I was very proud that on all on the like the marriage photo that people put up. Yeah, all the people were saying that I looked like I was twelve, and I was like, "Oh my god, Wait, my also, skincare you is guys, working." Garrett <laughs> just got married like three days ago. Wow, <laughs> off the market. Yeah, well, he's kind of been off the market. They've been well officially off the market. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we just kind of came together and started making TikToks and, and became this really kind of safe space, safe space for a bunch of queeros, whether you're like part Five, of the LGBTQIA community mm -hmm. or um, you're just like a hard ally. Well, I guess that is the eight, <laughs> but um, mm -hmm. we just kind of want to be somebody that represents every person and facet of, of human. And we just want to be an op open, welcoming place where people feel like they're seen and they're heard. And yeah. if you want to know more about a community that you're either not a part of or one that you are a part of, this is a safe space to learn more about that community and yeah. different walks of life. And we want to have guests from all over the place and make you feel like, you know, there's no wrong question. It's important that you're asking it. Yeah. And what you're going to expect, too, is like, we get pretty crazy, you guys. Yeah, we do. Especially this guy, especially Kent Boyd over here. Mm -mm. I mean, he double keeps, hats over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. He, no. keeps, um, he keeps everything interesting, but we're going to have so many fun guests lined up. Um, yeah. You know, we know everyone. We've got a, we, we, we have got an interesting perspective, and what bonds us all together is our queerness, and I think yeah. that's what's really cool. And we're something that also made us really excited during quarantine. Honestly, for anyone who's out there listening that might not know the origin, it was... It was when the pandemic shut down, we got a hold of each other and it was what when year? 2020. Yeah. 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 And that was when it was right before pride month. Yeah. We like lost that year mm -hmm. and you couldn't have, you, you literally were only allowed to have like 10 people in your bubble yeah. and we all were texting and we're like, well, let's, let's be creative and let's do stuff together. And yeah, we were losing. I remember that specific time. I don't know about, we're all freelancers out in Los Angeles. So when the pandemic hit, it really kind of took us away from our teaching jobs or our gigs or our television shows or our music acts. So we kind of were left to just social media, this thing that we, you know, kind of made fun of. And it kind of like was something that really kind of turned us away. But I think Molly was kind of the person that kind of pulled us into TikTok. And we were like, yeah, what else are we going to do? This is the first time I'm actually going to be in the same spot for over a year. Like, I actually have to give a shout out to my friend Ben Giroux, who was on he, was, he told us out of your wedding. Yeah, he was told you to get on it for yeah. months yeah. in the beginning of quarantine. And I was like, I just really want to like play Sims for 10 hours a day yeah. and ignore the world. And he was like, man, you and anyone who's listening, Ben Giroux is the toddler on <sighs> Henry Danger Force. And he's been like, a, he's a 
massive voice yeah. actor. His eyes are beautiful. Like, his eyes are beautiful, like a husky. He's literally <laughs> been voicing your favorite cartoons for years, and for it's years. crazy. His, yeah. he's he's so talented. We did an episode of Best Friends. Yeah, whenever together. And but he but he was saying that at the wedding. He said, uh, I just remember like he was like, I of course obviously know all you like individually, but he's like, well, now Pride House is like this big thing, and I told Garrett that yeah. I get on TikTok and that's he what he did. Yeah. Yeah, so and Ty Riley, the owner of Streets um, Dance Convention, is the one who told me to get on it, and I was like, I'm not getting on TikTok. Like he's like, because they the had big found thing. success. Yeah. yeah, I always thought like TikTok is for like yeah, kids. They were, like, I was like, TikTok is for kids, and I was like, mm-hmm. well, we, I mean, we the more I looked on it, I was like. About we that. have a market for yeah. sure. Well, and all of us are eating our words, and we always joke about it too. Yeah. We're like, "Well, we were stupid because we have so much fun doing it now." <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, but it well, is I better think, in a group. It yeah, is better in a group. It's also like when you're like we're we're respected in the industry. We all have like acting and dancing careers. So they were like, "Why would you go on TikTok?" You know. And so we were kind of like trying to be. It's the new we platform. should talk about it. We should let our our listeners know like what we do besides just kind of be a part of. Pride House, even right. though that's before like the we became thing. Pride House. What yeah, we mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, go ahead, yeah. Garrett. Why don't you start? Sure. So, if you have seen me in things, it would probably be like Teen Beach One and Two, maybe what? Hairspray what? Live, The Fosters. Um, it's the musical, right? <laughs> I hear that every day. Uh, maybe The Real O'Neills. I've done a I bunch of sa- stage stuff. Literally before the pandemic hit, I was doing all this concert singing. The Tony Awards hired me to sing for their after party. I did. Ooh, I sang at the Smithsonian. I was like doing all this like crazy theater. I over the quarantine, I actually won an award for being Pennywise in the that's musical. Right. That's and right. Uh, he likes horror. Garrett, yeah. Also, he was in one of my favorite movies, uh, King Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> he played a porn star. Jack and I were watching it, and then uh, there was a, a sex scene, and I was like, ah, we I saw can't Garrett's watch Garrett. And I was like, uh, let's watch. <laughs> oh, my God. I. You have a great butt. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. We all do here. I, well, I, <laughs> I don't know. I, Jack, no, uh, come no, on. No, Jack has a Filipino booty. I have a very Asian butt. Not, well, you got no offense caps. to Yeah. Thank you very much. I was very proud to be hearing about how great my ass is at my old wedding multiple times. <laughs> yeah. On um, the speeches. I was like, yeah. 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 Uh, but wait, let's jump over to Kent Boyd really oh, quick. Oh, Kent oh. Boyd. I mean, what do we, what, what, what do our listeners know you from? Can okay, we just, cool. um, well, I moved out to Los Angeles when I was 18. I've got, and you're kind of, the, the, you'll hear the little pockets of how I kind of met these people along the way. But I initially started out with the Fox reality dance competition show called So You Think You Can Dance, 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 Dance. Me too. Yeah, and that's where I met Molly. Molly was on the season before season six and I was season seven. And that's what really kind of- funny story. My mom tried to convince me we were on the same season. She was like, oh my God. partners. And I was like, no, we weren't. Okay, stop dreaming Thursday. That's, that, that's her name. And also, she don't tell me what I did. Probably had a dream. And it was not reality. But yeah, so then that started my dance career. And I moved out to Los Angeles. And I started dancing for artists. I started touring. And then I started falling in love with, obviously, the choreography process. And started choreographing. And then got to work with some really fun, amazing artists. Like Dua Lipa, Tove Lo, Naked and Famous, uh, so All Time cool. Low. Like, it was just like Becky G. Just things would just come in and out. We are basically freelancers. And we're as good as the connections we have. So we're always Wait, networking. your show that you wrote. That oh, yeah. Then I, after Teen Beach, I also did Teen Beach. I did a little bit of acting as well, too. But primarily dancing. And then um, we made a little behind the scenes of Teen Beach, too. You can still check it out on YouTube. And that turned into a uh, Disney short form program called Free Period, where I actually 
used Molly and Garrett in both of it. So kind of felt like a Pee Wee Herman, Amanda Bynes thing. It so so it's always kind of kooky in my world, but I it really It was definitely do. the Amanda show. Yeah, I love the Amanda show. I mean, that was just iconic for me growing up watching and kind of seeing that sketch reality. But yeah, I did a lot in front of the camera and then f fall in love, am falling currently in love with just being anywhere where art is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Molly, what about you? Yeah, I feel like I'm like very similar to both of them. Like I, um, I started off, so I grew up in Utah. Um, I did like a, like independent films there in commercials when I was nine. But my big break as far as like a career was I did all three high school musicals um, and I was a dancer in those. And Kenny Ortega really kind of took me under his wing and he called me on set, um, called his agent, got me an agent. Um, like that's where I got my manager. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was, he's a legend. Yeah. I love Kenny Ortega. He also like really started my career, like not started my career, but yeah. he was why I wanted invested. to be in the career. If you don't yeah. know who he is, you should definitely look him up. Yeah, yeah. not see like school yeah. musicals. Yeah. Kenny Ortega so is amazing. Yeah, yeah. 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 he basically he started my. Oh, I would die to work with Kenny Ortega. Yeah. yeah, he started my whole career, and then um, I did a couple other little things, but then I did So You Think um, mm -hmm. season six, which kind of really catapulted me and it was ironic because our season was on this like weird season it was in, it was in the, the summer, fall. fall or something i don't mm -hmm. remember um but we didn't get a tour so uh we were really bummed about it but then it ended up being kind of a blessing because we you got to got work to right away yeah got then it. you got to be in no strings attached with yeah. ashton kutcher yeah. so, so, i remember so seeing so that and being so jealous really so we so <laughs> we um i i actually booked that as a dancer and I've been Marguerite taking acting Derek's. classes. Yeah, Marguerite Derricks booked me as a dancer and the director came in to watch rehearsals and he pulled me aside and he said, do you act? And I said, I do. And he gave me a scene and he pulled me into his office the next day to do improv comedy with him, Ivan Reitman, which is like crazy. Like mm -hmm. he's one of the biggest directors in the game. Um, I did comedy improv with him and like all the producers and like the whole, it was crazy, Paramount, everything. And then I booked it and my all all my acting scenes were with Ashton Kutcher and my first day on set, I had like a, a scene and I was so scared and he could just tell. And, um, he, yeah, he just, he kind of had my back. He was, he was great. So that was kind of like a leeway. I did team beach with, with Garrett and Ken, which was really awesome. And, then, and that's how it works. You guys, all you aspiring dancers and actors out yeah. there, like it's really like continue listening, but you're going to hear us kind of expose what really kind of happens behind the doors yeah. or like the, the opportunity that just kind of, come out in front of us yeah. and how you know you just have to be ready at a at a moment's notice okay yeah. do you act okay do you sing can you mm -hmm. fill in here and like that's mm -hmm. the you know the kind of the industry that we're in yeah, you're gonna be hearing yeah. a lot of hurry up and wait stories <laughs> yeah. that's like uh, the yeah. main phrase in this yeah. industry is like hurry, hurry up, up and, wait. and wait they're gonna have you there at 7 a.m so you can shoot at noon yeah you know exactly. maybe not even noon because they don't like the camera shot for the pyro <laughs> in the back and yeah. i was once in hair and makeup for 14 hours literally Girl, with like giant that long literally <laughs> giant prosthetics across my face for a horror movie where i was supposed to get have been beaten by a bat and like dead looking and so i had to sit there and i was there the entire night shoot Method. and they were like oh sorry we didn't get to the shot <laughs> like cool yeah. i love my life anyway. this industry this industry is great we love it, it. you'll see like We'll talk about it more. That's just where I kind of got my start. I've done a bunch of other stuff now currently. And oh, they have a whole I've, dance program. Her and Jekka have been oh, married. Yeah, they're badasses. They're, yeah, they're a power couple for shirzies. Oh, yeah. Yay. So I Jekka. Like to act. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Molly's going to have, uh, she's for sure going to have an EGOT. Yay. Okay, also, for those yes. of you who are not um, familiar with who we are, Jekka and I are married, so <gasps> don't try it with kiss, them. Kiss, 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 kiss. <laughs>
Oh, oh. That was a sound that I made. Where's yeah. not a real sound effect? Oh that sounded like a sound effect. That was pretty good. You just made humans them kiss. back off. Thanks. <laughs> Did you say humans back off? <laughs> humans back off. <laughs> but aliens are free game. Uh, yeah, it. well, because I'd probably have fun with an alien. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Am I just learning about no Molly's avatars. sexual fantasies? No, no more avatars from Smith up for you. <laughs> no more hard seltzers for you. <laughs> um, I think my story is slightly different. I grew up dancing. Um, on hip hop community teams. And that's kind of like where I feel like I got my start. And then I danced just doing that in like competitions called like body rock and we did competitions uh, yeah, too. like so, yeah, body rock vibe. Like oh, there's like all these, like it's like more like collegiate uh, dance team stuff. I feel like that's where, where at like what, I, what area Mo- uh, I grew area? up in the Bay area. And so like, Mo- well, a lot of the competitions we did were here in Southern California, but uh, we did a couple in, in, in NorCal, but then I moved to LA. Ooh, shoot. You want to 10 years, year? oh 11 years ago. Don't shoot. Do I don't even remember. And I didn't work um, because there weren't a lot of jobs for people who were like me. So I think that was like a hard thing for me to understand. But I always just try to stay true to like who I was, you know, regardless. And then all of a sudden, all these jobs started popping up for people like me. So I worked for Ariana Grande, which is probably my biggest music She's artist that I worked with if anybody knows yeah. who she is you should, you should talk about that 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 whole that was crazy for you I, no, I can't wait you, to hear about it when you when 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 he got booked on it and you were also going through something really tough too and like mentally and trying to figure out what was going on and then it was just like it was like this crazy you I, I don't know like Ariana like made made your career and you feel comfortable yeah well like I was taking Brian and Scott's class kind of religiously they're um, the Ariana's career yeah no at movement lifestyle oh dope. and so like um I had saw that they had hired this girl named Lady Katora to dance with other men on a project in Japan or something like that and I just it came up on my Instagram or something like that and I was like that's cool let me reach out to them and say like hey I saw that you guys did that. If you're interested in somebody who also, you know, looks like me, then, and they were like, we're actually interested in doing more stuff with androgynous people. So I was like, cool. And we're actually, and then they literally said like, you need to come to the audition. We were already in talks with, uh, with your agency kind of thing. And I was like, cool, great. And I went and it was, the, I mean, at the time it was for me pre-transition. And I remember going to the, they were only hiring men uh, for this tour. For, it was the Dangerous Women tour. And I remember standing in a sea of just all men wearing black. And I was like, this is literally changing my life. And this is literally changing the, in my house. Like, this is the moment that's like changing my world. Like and yeah. it's going to change worlds right now. Just because I was the only, it was just me, like a solo person in like a sea of exactly the same. And for those who are listening and don't know who we are, you can follow all of us on Instagram, especially Jekka. He's very like open about his transition and his updates and being proud of who he is and everything. So yes, and we're all very proud of him. Yeah, Thanks. it's so cool. I mean, we Jekka and I have been together for eight years, going on eight years, and we dated pre-transition. And he, you know, had just came out to me like two years ago. So like our story, we put on YouTube and everything to kind of talk about it. But it was this moment with. Brian Scott and Ariana Grande that he literally said to me, he was just like, I can work in this industry. Yeah. And it was amazing. Yeah. And after that, it was like all these things started, like, I feel like the more true I started being with myself, the more jobs, I think opportunities started to come, come about. Cause I think people were like more about like being inclusive and different and like also. So like, then I booked a job uh, dancing on a TV show called transparent. And that was right when I came out too. And I remember being like, this is crazy. Like I just came out and it was the first time I was able to kind of say, 
Hi, my name is Jekka. I use he, him pronouns. Well, and you hadn't even... I hadn't really came out to the you, public yet. You hadn't came out to me yet. When I booked the show? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. You, you, because you told me when you asked me to start using he, him pronouns, you said that you got comfortable being on set. Of yeah, it was like a safety net. like Because he got to put what pronouns he preferred, and he had not told anyone yet that he wanted mm. he, him pronouns. Mm. And so... I was still living this, like, I'm androgynous life, where it was like, I knew that it was fake. Yeah. Kind of, in a and fake so, in like, a way. And so, that, like, gave him kind of the confidence. Yeah, I was able to, like, say it to different, to strangers, you know? And I feel like it's easier to, like, say yeah. random shit to strangers, so you're just like, like, I didn't really know anybody, then it was cool for people, like, to see me and stuff like that. That's like when you're on stage and you know, like, your family and friends are in the audience, you're like, yeah. I'm so nervous. But yeah. if you go in front of 10,000 strangers, you're like, I don't know you. Yeah. I just know I'm going to nail it. Yeah. And what was cool about Transparent, too, is a lot of the cast was trans or... Mm-hmm. Um, non-binary, which was cool, but I got to meet a lot of cool people who are yeah. similar. Yeah, which is fun. You guys, we're crazy. Like we're we <laughs> yeah, have the that. coolest, in my opinion. We travel all around the world as well, yeah. doing what we love, yeah. and we're so fortunate. We all did, you know, train our booties off, whether that was in Michigan, Ohio, Utah, the Bay Area, and that's what all kind of brought us out to LA. And I'm so proud to have LA in our night, in our name. I think it's really cool to represent the West Coast because we're the, the best hub. coast. The hub. Sorry, LA is the burping. hub. Garrett is the gassiest person I know. I can't help. I don't know. I don't we, know. Need a, we need a Pepto-Bismol ad, so <laughs> no please more, send yeah, the pink really, No more seltzers for you. Yeah, I'm really here in an antacid commercial. Come on. <laughs> well, you guys, I think this is like the perfect timing to go into our first segment. So we're going to talk about you guys every week about coming out stories, whether that's you um, and you want to do it anonymously or you want to just say your handle. DM us on Instagram at Pride House LA. Tell us your stories. We'll be talking about um, either people in the media, people in the industry, people we've heard um, or share your stories. We're going to eventually have some call-ins for you guys to talk about. Ooh, it. I yeah. can't wait to talk to well, you. Well, message us on Instagram, message us on TikTok, message yes. us on YouTube. Any, any you can get a hold have. of us. We're like, here we and for, we're queer. For today, we're going to tell our coming out story. Probably like cliff notes, though, because yeah, yeah. those stories could be long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who wants to go first? Well, I went first last nose time. Goes. So, oh. No, you go first, Ken. No, no. Well, Jack had just talked. You're, um, no, you were last. Molly was last. Jack's not even touching his nose. Oh, look. You're, it's Ken's last. No, Kent. no. Ken, yours is the sweetest. Go. I came out of the closet uh, when I was 22 years old. Which um, which was a which was a great time. Um, I do have like a, you know a bit of a of a upbringing in religion as we all kind of have that you know biblical sense in the states of America. Somehow that's very you know Christianity is a big thing here in the states, and so that was wasn't really following my parents so much. They were pretty open and and very. Um, welcoming to kind of everything, but my brother kind of was the one that had this really strong biblical sense, and that kind of was the only thing that frightened me, but when I told my parents, I literally had my everyone in the room, in the living room at the same time. It was my mom, my dad, my sister, my brother, and my brother's wife, and I remember thinking, like, I was sitting on this tweed chair, and it was like, you know, it's almost like a, when you're dating someone, and it's like before you make this big moment where the the, the, the air comes out of the room, and I'm just like, fuck, I'm going to tell them. Like, I'm just going to say it. Like, I think that they know already. Like, I just need to say this, because at the time, I had a boyfriend, and I wanted him to come to Christmas for the first time. I wanted to be, I wanted to be at home 
And, you know, it's just like, it's so, it's so hard even sometimes to do family matters without a partner. When you look around and my sister's now married, my brother's now married, right. and, you know, you just kind of feel a little left out. So I was like, I'm going to do this. And I, the, the air sucked out of the room and I was just like, Hey, you guys, there's something I need to tell you. Can we all sit down? So I could kind of like gather the energy. And I just kind of told them and I was like, Hey, I'm gay. I'm in a relationship. I've been like this since I was, you know, can recall, like I was telling them, like I was having relationships with guys when I was 16 and X, Y, and Z. And my dad was like, okay, I knew I had a computer in my room. And so I guess apparently <laughs> I wasn't as good at wiping wow. the They saw one the of Garrett's, browser. Garrett's scenes from Yeah, they saw King, King Cobra. <laughs> and he he kind of knew. The one that didn't actually know was my mother. She was literally was like, wow, I thought you liked girls. Because I did have girlfriends growing up. And I was active with them. And I really did enjoy the time that I spent with them. There wasn't, you know, it was definitely a place where I was kind of experimenting with both. And not really, you know, fully kind of committing it to it until I was on So You Think You Dance. Or I was on my own out in L.A. But I told them and then my sister wrote this beautiful message to me how she kind of felt sad that, you know, that I had to hide this. But then so, so proud and so happy that I was letting her in now. So it's so accepting and it was lovely yeah. and it was easy. And now they're just the coolest. Like it doesn't even matter to them what the gender is. They just want to see me happy. And I'm just so thankful for them. I love that. That's a good one. Aww. Okay, I'll go with my coming out story. So... I was a nervous wreck, like terrified. Um, How old were you? I was, okay. So I had told um, my, I have an older sister from my dad's side of the family. And she had a girlfriend when I was 16. I remember being like, hmm, oh, that's kind of like, kind of hot. Like, I kind of like a girl, you know what I mean? Um, but I never really like had a girlfriend. I had crushes and stuff like that, but it was never really a thing. In Utah, you don't really see that so much. I grew up in Utah, so it was kind of, um, I, I didn't really know what that was. I knew there was gay boys because of dance, but that's really kind of yeah. it. Yeah, and um, and then at 18, I had told, during So You Think, I had told um, my best friend, Noelle, that I was bisexual, and I told Kayla Rodomsky that I was bisexual. Um, and then I was just like, that was kind of my leeway into being like, Wow, hey, I'm similar. Gonna, I mean, mine happened on So You Think too. Interesting. Yeah, and I was like, this might be way into being able to say like, hey, like I think I'm lesbian. So then I started dating um, my ex-girlfriend and I had dated like guys before too and I was in very toxic toxic relationships. But then I was dating my ex-girlfriend um, and Jekka and I had met in 2009 and we always kind of had like a little bit of a thing. Um, she loved me. No, you were, well, yeah, but you definitely were persistent. <laughs> like, Jekyll would text me a lot. So How, much. Oh, my God. So, would you leave him on red? Yes. Yeah. <gasps> so much that the, the guy that I was dating yes. at the time when I was sleeping went into my phone, deleted Jekka from my phone, mm -hmm. deleted Jekka off Facebook, everything. So, um, but, so I was dating this so girl. And so it was like back and forth banter between Jekka and I for years. And then we kind of cut it off because Jekka wrote me this like long message. I think he was drunk. It was like 2 a.m. Just like, oh, you're yeah. a heartbreaker. Don't ever talk to me. She was leaving me on red. <laughs> <laughs> but Jekka said I would always give him just enough to show. And like, she knew what she was doing. She was playing me. No, I was also in a relationship. As they all do. No, okay. So anyway, <laughs> so Jekka and I like would run into each other at like random places. Um, but it would just kind of be like a little more awkward. We actually ran into each other at a carnival and he was standing right behind no, me. No, she walked right past me like she didn't, like I was a ghost. <laughs> and then- <gasps> Bitch, so, I'm a ghost. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I was I'm like, she, she just so walked right past me. So Jekka texted me and goes, um, 
uh, oh, you're not going to say hi? And then I was like, oh, shit. So I was like, I didn't think you'd remember me. And he was like, how could I forget those eyes? Oh. My jaw eyes okay. are the windows. So anybody the that's all been happening. And then we didn't talk for a little while. And um, I officially was like done with the guy I was dating. We had been on and off for like the past like Is there a couple boot months. sound? Is there like yeah. a, 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 a fart? A fart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a throw up noise. Officially done with the guy you're dating. Yeah. Kerplunk. Yeah, kerplunk. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, I was kind of out of it. It was toxic. Like it was done because no more games. So I was like, sweet. You know what? I'm going out and I'm going to date. Dated this girl and she was the first girl I really dated. And so it was kind of like really like full force right away. And she lived in Philadelphia. And I was at actually my best friend's house, who's another lesbian couple, Zane and Allie. Hey. And we were date. We had been dating for, I think, maybe like a month or so or something. And Jekka texted me a Venmo app. And a Venmo app Oh, my request. God. No one uses Venmo <laughs> yes, to Venmo. communicate. And, what um, the? It was an accident. So I go... Um, Fate, some say. Yes. So I go, I said, uh, okay, either I can text Jekka back and be like, okay, I've been dating this person for like a month. Because I know once we start talking, but I also stalked his Instagram and he also had a girlfriend. (laughs) So if we start talking, we both have to end our relationships and be together. So we started well, I said, hey. And then <laughs> she start, she's a horse. Hey. <laughs> a casual so, hey. <laughs> Jack, I was like, I need Jekka to know I'm dating a girl because this is Jekka pre-transition. I need, I need Jekka to know I'm dating a girl. So Jekka goes, how have you been? And I said, oh, you know, good, just dating a girl. <laughs> and Jekka's uh, baby I don't know what to say. goes, you're dating a girl and it's not me. And I was like, so I texted I said, hey, I, I think we need to break up. <laughs> then Chuck and I started dating. And then that's when, um, what was the story? You about? had to tell your mom and oh, you were going to yeah. come <laughs> out. <laughs> I we out. forgot. So I got so excited to tell people about Jekka. Heat wave. So I was dating. Some heat from her undercarriage. I was dating my ex. <laughs> it was actually steamy. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay, I got okay, okay. So moist. She, was at, she was at my house. Steamy. Okay, this all happened within a matter of like a couple weeks. So, But she was at my house and I invited my family over for. She's going to hear this and be like, that's what happened. (laughs) (laughs) And so we were having like this barbecue and swimming. And um, I pulled my mom out in the backyard and I said, hey, I need to talk to you about something. I need you to have my back. I need you to support me and love me no matter what. He said, I'm going to tell you something that's probably going to shock you. And I need you to not react in in a bad way. And then. She said, okay. She I probably said, was freaking out. Yeah, because my mom is like, she freaks out. She's super hyper emotional. She's amazing. And so I said, the girl that's here is my girlfriend. And she started sobbing. She goes, I thought you were going to say you were on drugs. <laughs> oh, she was happy. <laughs> yeah. So then um, it was fine. She like, I think it was okay because obviously it was like there. She was like literally there. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay, cool. my mom's happy with it. And then, uh, Whatever, then we break up, and then it was Jekka and I, and I was like, hey, I need you to meet Jekka. And my mom was like, why? And I was like, I think you know why. <laughs> she was like, no, I don't. <laughs> I, just, yeah. I just met this other person. I was like, this is my new this is my new one. <laughs> my new, my new honey one. just reeling them in one at a time. <laughs> and she kind of had, had a panic attack <laughs> for a sell. second. We didn't talk for a couple months. Um, and then now we're, like, best friends, and she, like, is Jekka's number one advocate, like, a walking trans flag. I feel like go, baby. Um, I came out well. Okay, <laughs> let's go from the top here. <laughs> um, I came out. Oh, I didn't really have to come out to my parents. I was at work. I used to work at a bowling alley. 
I worked in the cafe. Oh, oh I've seen him bowl. bowl. I wanted to be a professional bowler. Are you a really good bowler? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was on yeah. a bowling I team. Wanted, I was on a bowling team. That means I was a good bowler. Did you have a bowling. spiral? Like one of those spin yeah. hooks? Oh, I, I had, love this. I had the you know equipment. That, uh, I had shoes. There's like wax at the end. I like Extra was wax. full Where? out. Yeah. I on wanted to be a bowler. Like I was like, I'm going to make money bowling. Wait, check out. I need to. It, why is there wax at the end? It's not wax. It's oil. Oh, oil. For what? Isn't it already rolling? Well, the ball, the ball, the ball, the ball. All of a sudden, sorry, I'm going to Boston tomorrow. I have to work on my accent. (laughs) (laughs) The ball spins like it doesn't roll like as it's moving. It's spinning on, and it's supposed to create friction or heat, right? And then at some point, there's a dry spot on the lane, so it's like oil, and there's a dry spot, and that causes the inner weight inside of the ball to like tip over the and that's what he causes knows, like, the, the like curve and that's how you came out and that's <laughs> how i came out when my ball went left and i wanted it to go right hey. and that's Surprise. when i knew no i was at work and the girl that i was dating had just broke up with me so i was crying at work oh at the bowling alley at the bowling i worked in the cafe and my father was obviously worked there too and he I don't know what he must have called my mom because all of a sudden my mom showed up because I was probably hysterical. I don't know. And I was, I didn't, I didn't love deeply. (laughs) Yes. I didn't say anything, but my mom, she was like talking to me like, it's going to be okay. And she was like, it's okay. There's other, there are other girls. And at that time I was like, wait, what? Like, I like, you know, I never said like, Hey mom, at the time, like I'm a lesbian. She just like came up and was like, it's okay. There'll be other women or whatever she said. Like, that's crazy. She just like knew. Without having, I mean, I'm pretty sure it was if we get quite obvious. Of I was, yeah. I'm like, if you look at my Instagram, I like posting those pictures. Nobody knew my yeah. pictures. Um, so that was fun. I came out as a lesbian, and then I came out again two years ago as transgender, which I think was Yay. yes, applause, Where's applause, the applause. Um, hey, 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 guess who's gay? Which was. Much harder, I think, because um, it was really being like, okay, this is my true self. So I feel like really having to like speak about that because I knew that like coming out as a lesbian, I was like, yeah, whatever. Like I knew that that wasn't really me anyways. So then coming out as trans, I think was much harder because it was like me. And I remember mm. uh, talking, there was, uh, I forget what pride, it was one uh, pride, I think it was 2019 pride and Molly was like crying. And <laughs> she's like, I feel like this is her, your first pride where you actually are proud of who you are. Aww. And I was like, yeah. And we just like sat in the kitchen and cried. Like, this is so beautiful. But yeah. yeah, I have two coming out stories. And Crying. here we are. How, how was your family with the second coming out? I was surprised that they were very open to it. Um, obviously, they have a lot of questions. I think a lot of people have a lot of questions about yeah. being transgender versus like being obviously a lesbian or like same sex uh, couples and stuff like that. Because there's so many like, I don't know where I feel like, because even for me, I still feel like I'm learning a lot about like, tr- like trans people, especially like yeah. trans men. Like, I feel like it was a lot even of information. Like, kind of like easier for your mom because everyone always would call Jekka um, Juliet's son, and like, which obviously now is appropriate, but at the time, like, it made she would get Juliet so uncomfortable because she was like she didn't no. know how to be like, uh, yeah, well, because I would show up to church and you know, my mom's super Catholic, and I'd show up and. People would be like, oh, is this your son? At the time, like maybe years ago, and, and my mom would just be like, uh, I don't know. Like, you know, she wouldn't know what to say, you know, like, mm-hmm. and I would just be like, hi, I'm Jack. Like, I try to like intersect, but now they'd be like, oh, is this your son? And she'd be like, yeah. Yeah. Bye. It's so cute. 
Your mom is so nice too. Oh my gosh, she's like the best Filipino lady ever. <laughs> like she's like she's always cooking. She's yeah. always forcing us to eat. There was one time we were vegan during Jetka's top surgery, <laughs> and she got like th- two like huge baskets of chicken to cook, and we were like, <laughs> "We're not gonna eat that." Like, she was like, "We got a deal," and we're like, "We're not gonna." She eat likes it. the deals. She likes yeah, to have a deal. Vegans. Did you eat it? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I just sat there and I felt so bad. But, well, I just feel like that's also something that makes us so special in this group is like everyone's stories are so different and um, but also so wholesome at the same time, like the coming back to like who you are. And like even though like we didn't try to impress anybody, it was just like we kind of stuck to like who we were as people. And Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like and I know for me, I mean, like I I felt like I had to wait yeah, until I was financially stable and having that even privileged of being financially stable is so I'm so lucky and then on top of that to have a family that was accepting I was so again privileged and lucky because not everyone's story is like ours like there are so many people out there who are still scared who who can't and feel like they can't make decisions until they have the proper income or there's so many you know outliers to what Mm -hmm. it is and we're excited to hear whether it's safety or whether it's yeah, like you what said, financial, you yeah. the laws that may hurt or help or hinder you in living the lifestyle that makes you feel authentic. So much fear. There's, you yeah. know, like, I, I think it's getting better. And I hope, hopefully this is a space where we can kind of help, you know, destroy some of that fear. But yeah, that's, I think that's the end goal is to feel, yeah. so feel a place guys, where we don't have to come out. Yeah. If any of you guys, like we said earlier, have stories that you want to share uh, whether you want to do anonymous or you want us to share your, you know, your name or your Instagram handle, um, please go to our direct messages on Instagram or TikTok. Comments, comments huge anywhere, anywhere. Any yeah, comments on there, um, and we will contact you and and just say like what, which, how you'd like us to approach it. Yeah, if you want us to say your handle, we're happy yeah. to you know put you in the forefront you of, of your yeah. story. And if you want it, if you want us to do round robin reading it off, like it really is, we want to make sure you feel like you're supported and yeah. your your story being told. That's what Pride House LA is, guys. That's what Pride House podcast is. Okay, so my coming out story. Um, when I was a boy, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I was a young lad. I mean, pretty people, you know, they always like assumed or like. I remember getting. Oh God, that sounds depressing in my head. Um, I remember getting teased in elementary school, and they would call me Gay Girl Gary. And that's such that's a amazing. cool name. Yeah. It's cool now. Right. Well, yeah, but not, not in the movie. Yeah. Not in the nineties when you're in elementary it. school yeah, and right. people hit you with plastic bats and chant gay girl Gary. Oh Who are God. these people? We gotta Send find them. Their address. <laughs> what school did you go to? I what year? But um with love. for legal reasons love. that was hypothetical. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everything I say them with love is not true. The welts make me stronger. Um so no, and and if it was kind of, I feel like I have like good stories from telling people in my life and also like sad ones. But yeah. um, like when I, w- I guess I officially came out when I was 16, I probably started experimenting secretly when I was like 12 yeah. um, <laughs> with a couple friends who will remain nameless yeah. <laughs> because they're living their lives. We love that. Um, and I remember pulling my mom aside when we were, I was in my room and I was like, mom, I have to tell you something. And you know, she had just got done trying to give me like the talk about sex. This is a woman's body. And I was like, we have to talk about something. Um, <laughs> pillow is not a woman's body. She's like, I don't care I about that. I see a penis on that pillow. No. Um, <laughs> so, um, so I was like, I have to tell you something. And she was like, okay. And I was like, I, I don't, I don't know how to tell you this, but oh, fix the mic. Um, 
And so I was like, I don't know how to tell you this, but um, she was like, okay, well, whatever it is, I love you no matter what. And I was like, thank you. I love you too. <laughs> um, I'm gay. And she was like, yeah, I know. And I was like, okay, are you, <laughs> how do you feel about this? <laughs> She's like, of course I know it. I'm your mother. Do you want to go to the movies still or not? No. So I was like, oh, that made it feel great. Like, Can the, we go to a gay movie? Yeah, right? <laughs> Meanwhile, Billy Elliot. I, um, <laughs> I got really drunk. I don't condone underage drinking. I just... <laughs> I it pro- happens. I'm not the example. It yeah. Um, yeah. If you were in Europe, it'd be okay. We're here to be yeah. honest. Yeah. People. Yeah. I was, if I'm being honest, I remember. And then when I told my biological father, it was on 4th of July. I got wasted. I was sitting in. And so <laughs> do you have, I don't know if you had these in your States cause we're all from a different state. Yeah. You know how there's like the little trenches in front of like a house. So yeah. in case somebody's like car goes off the road, yeah, it falls into ditch. the ditch instead yeah. of driving into your home. Yeah. yeah. So I remember drinking one of those. And I was crying, telling my friend's dad, and I was like really, really drunk. And I was like, I don't know how to tell him. And I think he's going to hate me. And she was like, no, he'll be fine. So I told him and I was sobbing and he kind of had this like shocked look and he was patting my back really like, like staccato. And it was like, (laughs) it's going to be fine. But I could feel like it wasn't. And then later it was like this big blow up about how upset he was about the whole thing. And like, he like, actually it was when I was during my first movie, I booked my first role in a movie and it was my last day on set. How old were you? I was, I think I was, it was the same year. It was like, I was 16 years old. um, And he, Hold, and I remember, you know, you know how it is. Like last day on set, they're always trying to cram as oh, much like that they. Hours long. Yeah, it's like yeah. the la, the longest day on set is the last day of set. Anything yeah. they missed, any pickups, any anything, they want to get it all. Yeah. And so I was like probably an hour and a half late off, and he was like, "I'm," and he was texting me, and he was like, "I'm going to pull you out of that fucking soundstage if you don't get your fucking ass out of there." And so I was like, oh, I'm really scared. So I get in the car and we get into this huge fight. And then it turns out not to even be about me being late from set. He starts screaming at me about how he wishes I was gay and how he wished I didn't tell him Aww. and how like all these yeah. things. And like, then two weeks later he moved to Florida with my stepmom with my little sister. And I was like, and then that yeah. felt like, you're probably like, like, and I was like, oh no, it's because gosh. of me. It's because I'm gay. Aww. And now, I, and then I was already getting like tortured so at school because people thought Aww. I was, and they were like vandalizing my house or they were trying to fight me in the parking lot. Or they were like making fake MySpace accounts in MySpace was a thing and there was fake myspace accounts that literally were uh titled faggot and i did end up finding the newfound glory version of kiss me because of that and i thank my bullies for that because that song is amazing and i still listen to it till this day it's your workout song it's your anthem it is it's my anthem and so I had, and then my, my brother was sobbing about it because he was sad that I was. And I was like, You're more upset about it than me. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm cool about it. Right. Like, I'm happy You're about like, it. I'm you don't, and he was yeah. like, I'm just so, uh, I think he had like these expectations or something. And so we're estranged because he doesn't believe that I should have the right to be married. Um, <gasps> but he just but got married. And I so just got married. So fuck that. you. <laughs> <laughs> that's an yeah, applause. That's an applause for sure. <laughs> And so that, and it's kind of like, you know, I Jack, hate I, when people think that I know yeah. and I did. I'm down to for sure have some conversations with people who think that that, yeah, that's why. but oh, you know what? Sure. I did actually from like 16 to 19, I had a fake ID from my friend, Tony, who's really super Arabic looking like I'm Lebanese, but everybody thinks I just look really white and that's yeah. okay. Yeah. And that's cool. 
That's totally like, like it what? is what it is. Like yeah. I'm I'm like um I'm an international <laughs> super spy. Super spy. <laughs> and so that but I my, definitely just thought you were white. Yeah, and that's cool. Yeah. And so I knew my, you weren't with that booty. <laughs> <laughs> and how much he sweats. Well, and my friend Tony ended up giving me his ID. And so I I had this whole club phase when I was 16 to 19. See, and I had no gay friends, and I came out to my friend Ron, who was like one of the few gay people that I we were like little kids and we were friends, and we both happened to be gay. Yeah. So I was like, I'm gay, but I don't know any gay people. And he was like, come with me and my friends to the club. And he had just graduated. Yeah. So I had this wild and crazy, like, I had my whole club phase when I was a teenager and nobody Wait, knew So it. like when you turn 21, you're like, I don't even need it anymore. No, literally, I literally didn't need it because I was like, <laughs> if, uh, like, shout out to Necto. Sorry, I tricked you. But like, <laughs> I went to this club and it was three stories, like down into these basements. And I remember going into the red room. Sorry, Sounds there, like Puerto Rico. Well, when I actually, when I booked Team Beach Movie, I had to call all my friends from those club days and be like, I need you to get rid of those pictures of me dancing naked on the bar. Yeah. I get Johnny's out. Like, well, no, like I was like in underwear, but like I just was like, I just booked a Disney Channel movie and I was 20 years old. I couldn't have photos of me Uh, being a club kid ripping my clothes off, dancing sexy on the bar. I got scared. I know like a lot of us were like doing damage control really quick. And (laughs) I I was, there was photos of me in dresses and makeup and stuff. And I had to call Uh, those friends and be like, I can't have that online because I'm scared about my job, which I was saying this look up, I guess, is what Disney wanted. Yeah. But they, Disney didn't ask me to do it because I didn't want anyone to know that I had those things. Yeah. I was scared to lose the opportunity. Yeah. Because I, and that was the same time. Like I went back in the closet because of Hollywood and because of expectations and representation. And you got a huge role who was uh, a played a cisgender man in a movie. And so, and then I, I had to go back in the closet when, and I remember we were all friends through that and multiple people in our cast have come back to me years later being like, Oh, you know, I, I, found it hard to get close because I didn't really feel like I knew you yeah. and I always thought you were nice, but I didn't feel like I knew who I, I couldn't get a yeah. read on who you were Yeah, because I felt like most of the majority of the dancers in that, I mean, were queer, like yeah. Teen Beach was filled with. Yeah, it should have been called Queer Beach Movie. Yeah. I mean, we it did was. make all the lyrics gay when we were shooting, remember? Yeah. 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 I know what girls like girls like girls like me. Yeah. Like I know what boys like boys like boys like me. <laughs> Boom, baby. Yeah. And we made all the lyrics. Shout out to Grace Phipps for making yeah. the lyrics. Amazing. Miss you, Grace. Miss you, Layla. We love you. <laughs> Give me back that time traveling um, necklace. <laughs> and so then I ended up coming out a few years later after Blake and I had been secretly dating since Blake. six months after I moved to Hollywood. So crazy. And like the six whole Team Beach phase, I was like just secretly like, because when yeah. I when I got the talk from my reps, I was, me and Blake made up this whole thing where it was like, well, I, because my actual name is Legally Gary. Yeah. And they wanted me to change my name, but also hide who I was. And so I was like, well, if I have to change my name, then maybe I can make that name a character so I can protect, like, like morally. A drag, yeah. Like a drag like, persona. Yeah, yeah. it kind of yeah. felt like it. And yeah. I remember I, I had people coaching me, like, walking down Rodeo Drive and, like, changing the way I walked. Or, like, Ugh. I would practice. It sounds like a dance exercise. Or, like, <laughs> I, like, changed the tone of my voice so then I would talk a lot lower normally what? and I would, like, be this guy. And I was all, like, I would, like, hunch my shoulders a lot more and just be, like, kind of, like, That's bored. So it's just so interesting what the industry will, I mean, like, what, what you look at a play straight yeah. in real life, like, play well, straight. Well, even like, that's <laughs> Jekka crazy. Has like not booked commercials because they were yeah. like, uh, you don't look trans enough. I know when somebody told me that, I was like, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know how many gay roles I've lost out on because they're like, we need someone who's more gay. I'm like, you're not gonna find gayer than this. You're like, what yeah. are you talking about? What does that mean? I'm literally a floating fairy. Yeah, yeah. a farting floating fairy. <laughs> farting, floating, farting fairy. floating fairy. Well, guys, I'm proud of all of us. 
Like, yeah. yeah, we're all just freaking queer superstars. And yeah. now queer people love star. us for being queer rather than trying to And we love each other for being queer. Yes, That's right. and rather than put us in a little box. There are no limits. There are no limits. All right, guys, well, we are going to take a very quick little break. But when we come back. Yeah, I got a fart break. <laughs> we are going to get to know each other a little bit better with some games we like to call Never have, have I, I ever, ever, and would you, you rather. rather? I find this is going to get really interesting with Kent. So uh, <laughs> make sure uh, you come right back, and we'll play the games and see you in just a bit. Bye. Bye. Welcome back to Pride House Podcast. Yeah. Oh wow. God. That was good timing. I did not know that was going to be on cue, but I'm so proud. I love oh. that. We should right do that every before time. we left you, we promised you a little fun and possibly a little, you know, uh, you know, some dirty secrets revealed. Some scandalous shots. Would you rather and never have I ever? I think we're going to start with would you rather, and I'm going to do some rapid fire questions for Garrett, Jekka, and Molly. And I just want first instincts. Don't think. We can just start with Garrett. I'm scared. You're freaking me out. It doesn't matter. You know, just say it, but try not to overlap. Is it a time? Each person in a row, or do we all answer at the same time? We'll start with you, Garrett. We'll go. Garrett. You have to say yours, too. Okay, here we go. I'm nervous. Would you rather... Be shot into space or explore the deepest depths of the sea. Are you going to say something like that? Space. You go. Space. Space. Ocean. Nice. Mm -hmm. Would you rather lose the ability to read or the ability to speak? Read. Read. Speak. Speak. Would you rather know where you're, when, when you're going to die or how you're going to die? When? 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 I definitely don't want to know how. That's yeah, I'm scary. Scared of death. Yeah. <laughs> Bless you. Bless wow. you. Would you rather have psychic powers or the ability to remember every fact you learn? Psychic powers. I think psychic powers. <laughs> so you know, it's not like a part of it. Was I feel like, like, like I do psychic too. Psychic. Yeah. Okay. Fine. 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 This one's this one's a good one. This okay. is a good one. Would you rather have a driver take you everywhere? Or a private chef who makes all your meals. <gasps> private chef. <laughs> yeah, chef for sure. For sorry. A driver. I love cooking. Don't cook for me. <laughs> chef. <laughs> no, but you can cook me for me if you okay, want. Okay. Well, well, last one, last one. Okay. Would you rather have to wear a bib every time you got out to eat or drink, <laughs> or you would always drink from a sippy cup every time you were at the bar? So wear a bib every sippy time. Sippy cup you is kind of sexy. Actually, I love a sippy cup because <laughs> that means nothing ever gets on my outfit. I'm, I'll wear a bib. Yeah. I'm, I'm cool with a bib. I don't want to get nothing on my shirt. Cause I'm, I'm definitely notorious for, if I'm wearing a white shirt, guaranteed I'm spilling something on that. You, yeah. Sippy cup is like, I'm like play. I don't know. I am down for a sippy cup. Okay. I like okay. a sippy okay. cup okay. too. Yeah, like, Lala can't use a sippy cups and bottles to make her. You know what? But I'm worried about, about lines. I'm worried about sucky lines. No, that's, see, that's, I, that's terrible. Think about you, it this okay. way. I don't think that's how you're going to get sucked in. Water 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 water. Okay, wait, stop. No, I lied because all three of these people, I have a cat and they all have dogs. So this is a pet question. Would you rather your pet be able to speak to you but not understand what you're saying or your pet understand every word you say but not able to speak? Can't they already understand what we say and not speak? No, we don't know that. Yeah, we do. They know that dogs can so understand. So which one? Like, would you like rather hear your pet or would you rather have your pet understand everything you said? Like they can, like if I was like. That was kind of a 
Twist it. So like, yeah, so listen again. Okay. Listen again. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Would you rather your pet be able to speak to you but not understand what you're saying? Oh, I would. Or they can talk your pet to understand every word you say, but not able to speak. So I guess the second part is already what's happening. They can understand you, but they can't speak. Or I would, would you rather want, have I would them, want have them to speak. speak to me because I could give them like love. I like want my dog to talk to me. Yeah, you would I know. want that? Yeah. yeah. I want to hear their voices, but I also I'm scared. I, I feel like being able to communicate with them keeps them out of I harm's like way Mumford a lot. I wouldn't talk to you. Not being able? <laughs> no, like being able, Mumford, like them is- understanding like verbal communication yeah. that I talk to them. Like don't eat certain things. Don't run into the street. Like right. me telling them to stop from killing themselves in that regard. Like right. that's a, there's has, like a lot of safety there. Kent has a, a grumpy cat. His name's Mumford. I don't feel like he a would Persian. really talk to him. I like, I like Mumford is so sweet. He's okay, like let's a dog. do more. Okay. Would you, you, one I know. You, you have one okay. of the cats I like. Thank you. Okay. I always say this one just because I think it's funny. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather <laughs> have uncontrollable orgasms just like all day long or uncontrollable diarrhea? Oh, orgasms. Easy. Why would just I all want- day. Like, Why would I want diarrhea? That sounds great. The DMV would be way better. <laughs> hey, I kind of like diarrhea. We can get some skinny. I oh feel like I already have diarrhea God. every day. That yeah, part. yeah, Garrett does. People are gonna listen to this and be but like, "But a constant I used orgasm all day would be that's way easier." <laughs> well, that's terrifying. My other one is my other go-to one is this is kind of scary, but it's okay. <laughs> so the other one that I always use is: Would you rather get paper cuts all over your body and dipped oh. into some rubbing alcohol, Ugh. or break a light bulb into your in your mouth? Like light bulb, light light bulb, light bulb, light bulb, light bulb. Okay, would you rather? I have a bunch written down. Are you just pulling them off your head? Yeah, <laughs> no, I have a good one. Okay, we'll see about that. Okay, <laughs> w- would you rather um, be able to? <laughs> okay, would you? <laughs> she already has uncontrollable orgasms. Jekka <laughs> <No. laughs> <laughs> okay. is literally not mine. Jekka's eyebrows raising. Okay. Um. Sorry, Thursday. Yeah, sorry, mom and dad. Jeez. Uh, okay. Would you rather have a million dollars but could never buy anything you want or have no money but be gifted everything? Oh, my so God. So, you get free things whenever So, no you matter want. what, so I get what I want. I want to be rich. <laughs> I mean, I that don't. so much better in my head. <laughs> Almost. Okay, I have one real quick. Would you I rather have... be the funniest person in the room or the most intelligent person in the room? Funniest. Intelligent. F- funny. For Probably. sure. Funny. Funny. Um, <laughs> would you rather pee out your eyes or poop out your mouth? Okay, oh. like, pee out my eyes. Probably pee. pee out of my eyes. Pee out of my eyes. Okay. Yeah. Would you rather shake. <laughs> Why did I write these things? <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather shake a hive of bees and stand still for 30 seconds or brush your teeth with an old pile of poo and you can't throw up? Bees, I think. I don't want poop in my mouth. Yeah, bee. uh, yeah bees. For 30 seconds? That, e. coli. that doesn't mean they're going to sting me. That just means I have to yeah, stand honey Yeah, honeybees, I'm good. But well, yeah. okay. Okay. You, okay, now next. Would you rather go undercover... For a crime you didn't commit as an undercover reporter for a month in jail, <laughs> or would you rather be stranded on an island alone for a month? 
with Abby Lee Miller. And you don't get any supplies. You have to figure it out. You just have to figure it out if you're on the island. island. I would love that. Sure. That sounds Jail. Cool. Survivor. I drop my soap. Okay. <laughs> have you ever seen Naked and Afraid? I feel like I would win that show. Naked and Afraid? Yeah, I have seen Naked and Afraid. I feel like I can do it. Okay. I can fish. Would you rather go skydiving alone from the highest altitude a plane can drop you from, or would you rather deep sea dive into the deepest crevasse and you also crevasse. have to do that alone? Alone? Both you cannot. Alone. You both have alone. to do sky, both alone. Sky jump, whatever you said. Skydive alone. Skydive. They're all alone, so it doesn't matter. That's but like, true. It's, either, it, it's either ju- jump in the sky or go in the sea. Yeah. Skydive. You have to either go really deep or you have to jump from really high. I would do skydive. I'm kind of scared of what we haven't discovered in the ocean yet. 70% yeah. of the ocean we haven't discovered. The megalodon oh, or whatever. Cool, I want to see it. That's terrifying. Okay. There has to be would you ra- sky. <laughs> I didn't put this. Would you rather be murdered on American Horror Story or Spring Queens? <laughs> this is a great one. Scream Queens. Book me. American Horror Story. American Horror Story is more interesting. Actually, yeah. I kind of like American Horror Story. Actually, I've never seen Scream Queens. <gasps> oh, wow. I picked the coven. Okay, should we move into Never good. Have I Ever? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Who's going to start? Okay, Never. so if I'll you're start. watching at home and listening, it's, it's um, or watching morning. on on IGTV or YouTube or anything, if you're listening, um, and it is nighttime for you, uh, and you want to grab and a little And you're not drink, riding in a vehicle. And you're not riding in a vehicle. A little, or if you're riding in a vehicle, grab your little Starbucks yeah. or your Awa. And um, every time that you have not done it, or your you Red Bull. take a sip. Or your Red Bull, yeah, thanks. Or your water. water. Never have I ever it's broken up someone's water. relationship. So you drink like if someone you else's. It. You drink oh. if you have. Okay. Drink if you have. I have never broken up someone else's never. relationship. Never. I have to think about it. Actually, I was like, let me think. <laughs> you kind of broke up. You broke up with, and you kind of broke up mine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. No, the girl I was dating was drink. cheating on me. Cheers. She cheated on me. With, she cheated on me with one of my friends, and then married him. Same. Which with is fine. Oh. I have. Project- They're happy, and I love that. That's great. Here's one. <laughs> Never have I ever gotten a tattoo. Okay, that's okay. You don't have any tattoos, Ken? I don't. I don't either. Wow. What? I knew that. I have lots of tattoos. I was literally thinking the other day we should all go get a Pride House tattoo. Would you guys like that? Would you want to see that? I have, I have tattoos I've wanted to get. I just don't know why. I just haven't been getting Would you get a Pride House tattoo? Yeah, I do. Would you get a tattoo of Blake's Would face? Would you get a tattoo of Blake's face? <laughs> My favorite tattoo. I always want to get the Orion constellation right there for oh, a dog. That you should. That's and beautiful. Of my yeah, I have one with my two best shop. friends we want to get that we want to put right there. Yeah. Okay, again, more, more, more. Never have I ever. Never Ooh. have I ever escaped from a date in the middle of it. Oh, yeah, I have. <laughs> but I think we need more story. context there. It was. Um, it was literally a movie. Middle of the movie, bro. Left. <laughs> you did? Would yeah. you say I'm going to go to the bathroom and then never come back? I was like, I don't feel good. <laughs> it was it was weird. It was I terrible. Escaped, I hated yeah. myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I escaped before a date once, but not during uh, it. Excuse me. Bless you. It was through online. And I went to go and then he opened the door and the house was like really creepy. And like the, there were like the shades were down. And there was like, a, like one beam of light in the dark. Yeah. And he, the pictures he sent weren't him. And I was like, catfish, I think I'm going to die. So I said I left my phone in the car and I'd be right back. And I've never run faster. Oh, my God. Wait, that leads me to a question. Okay. Never have I ever hooked up with someone from a social app like Tinder or Grindr. Oh, I have. Oh, Uh, I mean, would you consider Venmo? Okay, fine. No. No. Just kidding. Mm -mm. Wait. I tried to cheers you. You ignored me. (laughs) I was laughing at Venmo. (laughs) Oh, no. My drink's empty now. 
Oh, and you gotta get a new one on the break. Honestly, like I don't know how to even meet a guy without meeting them on an app. <laughs> yeah, but you have a pretty dope boyfriend. I know, and I yeah. met him on an app. You did? Well, to be fair, in the age of COVID, it's yeah. not like people yeah, can really go true. out as much. Yeah, and, I really and MTV's catfish is freaking lit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> have any actual couples come out of that? Like people who start dated after the fact no that they let's contact Nev. Wedding right now. He's got eight hundred pieces. I've got a twelve. Okay, let's do one more. Twelve never have I, ever I have the last. Go. Oh, I don't have any. So okay. never so. have I ever get ready to sip, bitches. Gotten married. I knew you were gonna say uh, that. Well, I'll Garrett drink your cheers to us. Cheers. Married. You're going to be married soon. So, Sam, if you're listening. Yeah, Sam, if you're listening, even though you're right you're outside. You're literally the right outside the door. Even if you're right outside the Samantha, door. Finish, finish your homework. homework. Finish your homework. <laughs> All righty, guys. Well, this is going to be our last quick break. Um, when we come back, we will be into our last segment. Called are- colonics and <laughs> cleanliness. I'm kidding. That's not real. Oh, I was like, whoa. I, was like, <laughs> I, was like, I don't even know what those words Stay mean. Stay tuned. We're going to take this quick <laughs> break. We're coming back with our final segment of Q&A where we answer your questions. Uh, so make sure you tune back in to see if we answer your question. And we're going to leave you one um, for the end. Yeah, dance to this beat while you got a second, too. Yeah, bleep, bloop, bop. Welcome back to Pride House Podcast, Queeros. And allies. Okay, you guys, so every week we post on our Instagram and TikTok to ask you guys to ask us questions of what you want to be answered on our podcast. And remember, nothing is off limits. We are an open book. So Garrett's going to be picking the question today. There were so many, but Garrett, can you just pick one? Um, well, I was going to lead with another one, but I actually found one that I kind of like a little bit because okay. I think it ties into today's episode. Okay. Cute. So, um, C-A-I-T-E-L-I-N-N, Katie Lynn asks. Katie, at Katie Lynn, and this is on TikTok? Yep. All right, Katie Lynn on TikTok. So we kind of answered the first part, but I think there's some good advice we could give on the second half. It starts off with, how did you guys come out to your families? We did answer that, but... The second half is I really want to come out to my family, but half of my family isn't accepting. So I think this could be a good lead in and maybe we can give some constructive constructive advice on how um, to safely handle being young yeah. and not knowing how to navigate this at the moment. Yeah, I think it's it's everyone's personal journey. We're very big on individuality and why somebody it could be safe for you to come out in that moment. For other people, it's just not safe. And I feel like you are kind of the dictator of your own journey. And I think if there's people who aren't accepting it, just don't force it on them. You know, don't force them to accept you. Just choose to say, you know what? I spoke in my piece. I feel good with where I'm at. I don't need you to accept me because of how happy I am and nurturing that part of me. And when you want to come around, I'll be here. Because it's also too, like you talk about like, um, we have to give our, our parents, especially some time, you know, like if you come out or something it's a diff it's a change you know what i mean so like for them to just automatically switch sometimes is can be hard for you know certain parents or family members so giving them the respect to giving you know some time to process of what's going on and there's other people who don't need all of that time you know what i mean so it's kind of everyone's own journey i had to give my mom time i did i had yeah. to give her a couple months we didn't talk for a couple months and then she was supportive but i couldn't make her accept me right away. I know. I wish we could get to that place where it's just, it it's accepted no matter what. Like it's just, to me, yeah, you just well, get to I be a person so, without there having to be a exactly. label. I get so confused when people 
are are unaccepting of love. Like I get so confused when someone tells me like I, who I can't love. I'm like I'm not doing any harm to anyone. If anything, I'm making the world around me or my I'm just making everything better. Like there's no harm into it. So for me, I'm like there is no like I want everyone to accept it right now. And but I do hear you, Molly, and that's like the biggest pill that I have to swallow because I there's something that I feel so so true and so kind of honest to my being but again everyone's journey is so different and all we can really do is offer a listening ear but i really really hope that we you can start just feeling confident um yeah. whoever you are about who you are and, and what you see and start you know rupaul says it best it's like if you can't you have to love yourself first and and, and this is the place where it's just like we want to boost your booty up to make uh, you feel beautiful amazing lovely with whoever you are yeah yeah it's really important that you're not going on anyone else's timeline if you are in a circumstance that maybe you don't feel safe you don't feel comfortable or you don't feel supported and you need to wait a little bit until you find whether it's a friend or a family member you can confide in and that you trust and that isn't going to share information that isn't theirs to share and you you have that person to confide in that's amazing and if you don't and you don't feel safe and you don't have that supportive unit you have a family out there that yeah. is you know the lgbtqia plus family and we all are just waiting for you to to go on that path go on that journey and if you have to wait a little while because of your emotional or literal physical safety until you can either move out on your own you can have a couple friends that are outside of the home then that's okay too. There is absolutely no, there is no wrong way to eat a Reese's. Yeah. No, no. And use, that. use your, you know, like I, we're talking about LA here. So we have an amazing LGBTQ center here and it's about reaching out to those people who have the experience and who have the, you know, if you have the privilege of talking to a specialist or someone who has the expertise in really guiding emotional journeys and understanding kind of different philosophies, do it, reach out to people. Don't be afraid. Use social media, connect with others that are like-minded and get that information and, and read those books and and continue to just try and just really quick i just want to um for anyone who is seeking any help and maybe doesn't have help at home and needs a number to call we have the trevor project at 866-488-7386 and the prevention lifeline 800-273-8255 and online chat is available so if you just, if, if you can't Google it, here's a couple of resources that if you need help, these are some numbers to call. The Trevor Project is big on helping our, our young ones, our older ones, our, yeah. any phase of life that you're at, you, you have a place to call. Yes. That was an awesome, awesome question. Thank you so much for commenting. We're going to be posting these every week. So make sure you get your questions in. You guys, we had an amazing first podcast. Woo! Sorry if that hurt your ears. Wow, wow, wow. Oh my gosh. Uh, if you guys like listening to us, watching us, uh, please rate, review, and subscribe to Pride House Podcast um, on wherever you get your podcast. Um, we are going to start leaving you guys off with questions of the week. So we're going to give you a question. Ooh, and if you go on Apple Podcast Review, comment what you think the answer is, and we will review um, reveal next episode what the answer is so who wants to ask the question Drum roll, please. not i nose goes <gasps> jekka go babe the question of the week is going to be what is what is pride house's guilty pleasures <laughs> so 
So go to the Apple podcast review section. Leave your comments on there. We're going to read them, but we're going to reveal it next episode. Thank you guys so much. We love you. It's, it's a, a great, great day, day to be LGBTQIA. LGBTQIA.